Hey guys, hope you're doing well. And here we go with another episode of your pocket sailing instructor. This week we are going to dig into the top five seamanship skills that I think you should master. So this is my top five list. Um, so let's get going. Hey there, and welcome to your pocket sailing instructor. I'm Penny Caldwell, and I have been a sailing coach for over 25 years now. I'm here to help you reach your sailing goals, whether you're looking for gear reviews, safety tips, or just some fun sailing stories. This podcast will have it all. Your Pocket Sailing Instructor is an educational and fun podcast about all things sailing. I plan on releasing weekly episodes every Thursday to help you end off your week on a high note. So grab your coffee and join me for your weekly dose of all things sailing. All right. Happy Thursday, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of your Pocket Sailing Instructor. I'm Penny Caldwell. I will be your host, and I'm looking forward to chatting a little bit about today's topic, which is about seamanship skills. But before we get to get to that, I uh, just want to remind everyone to like, share, and spread around uh, the podcast if you're enjoying it. Help other sailors find it as well. I'm going to do a listener shout out here, uh, iTunes review <clears throat> from Jay Finehas. So thanks, Penny. My grandfather passed away unexpectedly a few years ago when I was 14, and I was given books of his, and among them was the Annapolis Book of Seamanship. I was instantly hooked on sailing, and now I'm in the process of saving to build a Karah. So I am very sorry to hear about your loss, but I am very happy to hear that you are turning that into something positive and you are finding a new hobby. And the Annapolis Book of Seamanship is great. All kinds of information in there. Um, and yeah, excited to see that you're going to be building your own boat and everything. So I hope you're enjoying the episodes. Glad to hear you're enjoying the episodes. Keep listening, keep sharing, and I hope to help you on your journey. So what is seamanship? So uh, Google defines seamanship as the skill, techniques, or practice of handling a ship or a boat at sea. But what does that really mean? So for me, seamanship goes a lot deeper than that. And it is basically your overall set of tools and skills and knowledge that enable you to go out onto the water and have an uneventful sail. <laughs> and uneventful, when I say uneventful, I mean that in a really, really good way. And basically what I'm saying here is when you are confronted with something out on the water, you know how to handle it. So your seamanship skills, your ability to helm the boat, tie knots, um, you know, crew management, uh, your sail trim, all of that information and education and things that you have learned have all added to your seamanship skills and they are enabling you to go out and have a great sale and an uneventful sale, meaning that you can handle everything that is thrown at you. So to me, that's what uh, seamanship means. This week, while working on my episode, I was able to enjoy a delicious latte thanks to some of my patrons. I appreciate you guys so much. Thank you for supporting me. I want to give a huge shout out to Sarah, Faye, 
Val for continuing to support me over the last few months. For those of you who are not familiar with Patreon, it's an online membership community where you can sign up for extra content and direct access to me. I also do monthly Q&A sessions depending on your membership level. And you can send me all kinds of sailing questions. It's simple to sign up and you can cancel at any time, although I hope that you don't. <laughs> so if you'd like to learn more information, you can do so at patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash your pocket sailing instructor. That's patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash your pocket sailing instructor and patreon.com forward slash your pocket sailing instructor. I so appreciate all of the support that you guys give. And now let's get back to our episode. So I've compiled a list here of the top five areas uh, that I think put together or make up your kind of master bucket list of seamanship skills. So these are the things that I think really help to define you as a sailor on the water Um, And really, these are the things that you want to invest your time and energy into to get you to the next level of sailor. So the number one seamanship skill that I think you need to master is helming. So by helming, it's not only just how to steer the boat, but I'm also talking about anticipating boat movement or anticipating uh, seeing a wind shift on the water. So how do you react to those situations? How do you adjust the helm to react to a gust or um, a lull or whatever happens to come your way when you are out helming? So this involves a lot of awareness when you're out on the water. So I talk about that in in several of my episodes, but being aware overall of what is happening around the boat. So when you're on the helm, you're in an ideal position to be um, seeing what's going on. And you are basically in control of how the boat is moving through the water. So you should be looking around at the traffic. You should be looking around for local hazards. Right now it's spring out here in the Kootenays and we have uh, a lot of runoff and the water is coming up very quickly. So we have a lot of current going on and we also have a lot of debris in the water. A lot of uh, deadheads and such are being pulled off of the beaches and and off the the shores and stuff with the currents and, and now they're floating all over the place. So you're watching for your hazards. You have a good awareness of your crew, who is doing what, where, and how. Um, so this is kind of, you know, I'm taking helming definitely to the next, next level where I'm talking more about, um, I guess, overall skippering at this point. Um, but being able to properly helm a course, use your telltales, use the wind, um, you know, and get the boat to where it needs to go, including when you're under power. So for instance, with docking, um, you know, a lot of people really struggle with docking. I think docking for a lot of people is more of a mental struggle, more so than a actual physical type of thing. But there are, you know, there's a lot of moving parts when you're docking or undocking. And of course, there's usually people watching. <laughs> there's always people that are watching. And I always tell my students, you know what, they're probably watching you because they want to see what you would do differently from them. 
They're not necessarily sitting there watching and waiting for you to screw up. Um, so, you know, that is also included in helming just your overall ability to move the boat through the water, position the boat where it needs to be, do it in a safe manner so that you are operating the boat at safe speeds. You're operating the boat, uh, in a way that is conducive to the surroundings as well. So you have an awareness of what's going on around you, whether it's you're racing or you're coming in and out of a marina or you have a crew overboard situation and people are in the water, hopefully not people unless they're swimming, but you know, one person is uh, in the water. So your overall ability to handle the vessel is what I would consider to be a very top seamanship skill. Um, So that is my number one. The number two seamanship skill that I think you need to master, um, I'm totally going to geek out on this one, but is safety. So I talk about safety in a lot of my episodes, overall safety first. So really, um, in this case, I am talking not only about making sure you have safety gear on board, but you are making sure that you know how to use that gear, that it's stored properly, that it's serviced regularly, that other people who come on your boat are able to find that gear and know how to use that gear, uh, that you have extra gear on board, like recommended items such as a first aid kit, um, that you have a boat hook, that kind of thing. So anything that would be on your boat that would be considered something to add um, safety value to the boat. So this can even get into some of your rigging choices, for instance, and why you would choose to use a quick release shackle on your main sheet instead of a traditional snap shackle. So that's what I have for my main sheet. Um, I have a four to one purchase and I have a snap shackle on either end of the main sheet. So if I have a crew overboard situation, I can easily take that main sheet off and I can attach a halyard to one end. I can attach the other end to the person in the water. And now I have a four to one purchase that I can use to help bring that person up on board. So I will do an entire other episode on crew overboard um, procedures and management and some tips on how to get people back on board. But for me, that's one extra element um, on the boat, just that extra layer of thought that has gone into something that could uh, relate to safety. So the other area of safety that I'm talking about too is creating a safe culture on the boat. Um, And in this case, it is kind of um, mimicking or teaching or basically showing how to do things safely on the boat. So when you're getting on and off of the boat, do it in a safe manner. When you're moving around on the boat, always moving on the windward side of the vessel. So you're not under the sails and that kind of thing on the leeward side. So you are providing your crew and guests and anybody else who is on the boat with you with a safe uh, way of moving around the boat. Um, So coming down and, and you're actually, sorry, teaching them safe habits and an awareness of how to move around the boat. So that would be kind of um, a safe, uh, that's what I consider to be the culture or the safe culture on the boat. And also the ability for somebody to come onto your boat and not feel ridiculous for wanting to wear a, a life jacket or a PFD. 
Um, so you're providing that environment where they know that they're safe. They know that um, they are welcome to wear their life jacket as, as often as they want or the entire time. So that's what I'm talking about when I talk about safety on the boat. Um, so basically making sure it's, it goes beyond the safety gear and the physical gear and it turns into an area of awareness and um, being able to identify areas of concern as far as safety is related on your boat. This week, while working on my episode, I was able to enjoy a delicious latte thanks to some of my patrons. I appreciate you guys so much. Thank you for supporting me. I want to give a huge shout out to Sarah, Faye, Val for continuing to support me over the last few months. For those of you who are not familiar with Patreon, it's an online membership community where you can sign up for extra content and direct access to me. I also do monthly Q&A sessions depending on your membership level. And you can send me all kinds of sailing questions. It's simple to sign up and you can cancel at any time, although I hope that you don't. <laughs> so if you'd like to learn more information, you can do so at patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash your pocket sailing instructor. That's patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash your pocket sailing instructor and patreon.com forward slash your pocket sailing instructor. I so appreciate all of the support that you guys give. And now let's get back to our episode. So my number three seamanship skill, man, don't want to say that three times fast. Uh, number three seamanship skill that I think you should master. It kind of piggybacks on the last one talking about safety, but I am getting into crew management or I guess people management in this case, so a bit of HR on the boat. So um, how do you interact with the crew, having an awareness of your crew and who is on your boat, their strengths, their weaknesses, uh, what they might be concerned about. I think it's an important skill to be able to have those soft skills really to uh, properly uh, communicate and talk and manage your crew that you have on the boat. So making sure that you're um, aware of how to educate them as far as how youth would like things done on your boat. Uh, that's a skill, you know, being able to teach someone or direct them on, on how you would like something done. It's not always easy. If you have uh, non-sailors on the boat, uh, you know, a big part of them being on the boat comes down to the safety that we just talked about, but also being aware and watching um, how they are interacting with the boat and what is happening on the boat. So if you have some non-sailor on the boat and they're, you know, they look pretty nervous every time the boat heals, well, take the, take a minute to show them that you can, you can flatten the boat, right? You, you are making a choice on the helm with your sail trim, whether or not you want that boat to heal as much as it is. So you also have the ability to show them that the boat can be flattened out quite easily, uh, either by heading up and luffing your sail or easing the sail and the boat will flatten right out. So it doesn't take long to um, show the crew a little bit about how the boat works and how it can change quickly as and how you are in control of the boat. So um, just being aware 
of your crew and what is potentially stressing them out. And like I talked about the culture on the boat and making sure that they feel that they are in a safe position to um, do whatever they it is that they need to do on the boat to feel safe, whether that's wearing extra safety gear, putting on their foul weather gear, whatever. And as usual, always making sure that they are moving safely around the boat because ultimately you are responsible for their safety. So my next uh, seamanship skill is a little more typical with what you would find with a, a traditional list of seamanship skills. When you Google seamanship skills, you're going to get a lot of really technical things that people think that you should master. And in this case, I am taking more of a global approach to the topic. Um, but this one, number four, is definitely a little more specific, and that is your overall equipment knowledge. So in this case, with your seamanship skills, I am talking about, you know, things like your rigging checks, be making sure that your standing rigging, running rigging is all in good order. Um, I'm talking about through-haul fittings. Do you know where they are? Do you have softwood plugs attached to them? Um, talking about knots, and if you tie your sheets to the clue of the jib with a bowline, is your bowline going to hold? So in this case, I am talking about more of those tactile skills where you need to um, have a knowledge of your boat and the workings of your boat. So this comes down to, yeah, just overall intimate knowledge of your boat as far as what are the ins and outs and some of the quirks of your boat. Do you check your rigging regularly? Um, do you go through your uh, ropes and your lines regularly to make sure that everything is in good working uh, sorry, good working order, not knowledge. <laughs> you have the knowledge to put it in good working order. Um, so that kind of stuff. And really, um, when it comes down to equipment knowledge, this is the stuff that's going to help you, again, have an uneventful sale which is a good thing. So little things with this would include making sure that you have spare parts on board. Um, I always end up ordering, if I have to order a new, I don't know, shackle or whatever, I'll order a few different sizes and then I just kind of keep a few extra ones in my toolbox. And I have, well, I have several different boxes of spare parts. I have plumbing spare parts, electrical spare parts, and then I have little fiddly parts like shackles and such, cotter pins and everything. Um, so making sure that you have all of the equipment and extra equipment available to fix things on the fly is really, really helpful and key when you are out on the boat. Again, putting you in a situation where you are prepared and you're able to deal with any extra uh, things that are thrown your way. Um, it's definitely worthwhile as well to create an inventory of your uh, pieces that you have on the boat, your equipment, where did you purchase it? When did you purchase it? What are the uh, spare parts lists for them and all that kind of stuff. So it takes a bit of time, but it is uh, really worthwhile and it is very beneficial to have that uh, in-depth knowledge of your boat and the systems on your boat. And again, it will give you the knowledge and the tools to deal with any unexpected situations that might come up. Um, and it's definitely a big part of your seamanship 
uh, toolbox is making sure that you can service these types of things on the boat, or at least if you can't fix it right away, at least you know how to uh, manage without it or how to come up with a backup plan. So the final area that I'm going to talk about here, my number five uh, seamanship skill for you to master, comes down to your navigation and weather. So in this case, we're rounding off our overall kind of boating knowledge with uh, navigation and weather. So your ability to um, find and interpret a weather forecast. So where do you get weather in your in your area? And also your ability to um, continuously assess the weather around you. So in our case here in Nelson, we're surrounded by mountains and the weather forecast is often very wrong and we will often get the complete opposite um, of what is happening or it happens that the weather forecast has not been updated and what we're seeing is not quite what is being forecasted by Environment Canada. So this past weekend, um, at one point I was looking at the clouds and I was like, these, these clouds are not telling me what Environment Canada said I would be looking at today. Um, so the clouds were telling me that thunderstorms were coming and Environment Canada had said that there was, you know, a small chance of rain. So we went on to the VHF, updated, sure enough, Environment Canada had updated their um, weather forecast and provided a new forecast um, to indicate that there were thunderstorms that were forming in the area. So that is a really important skill for you to acquire so that you can have a great time out on the water. Um, so when you're helming, that's another thing that you're doing is you're looking around and you're observing. Um, that's probably your biggest skill that you can use is to observe. You're observing the environment, you're observing the boat, you're observing the people, you're observing the weather. Um, you're just kind of taking in all of this information and you're processing it as you go and you're making your decisions, your safe decisions based on what it is that you are seeing and experiencing. So that would be weather. And along with your weather is not only how to forecast or understand what you're heading into, but also how do you react to it? Or what do you do if you are stuck in poor weather um, or if something unexpected comes up? Hopefully you have been been watching and you're prepared. I get that question a lot. Well, what if the weather sneaks up on you? Well, actually the weather should not sneak up on you <laughs> because the weather is always telling us what is coming. There's always a warning there. Um, so you just need to be paying attention and you need to be watching it. And as you learn how to read the clouds and the wind changes and the temperature changes, you'll start to understand the weather in your area and you will be prepared and hopefully there will be very, very, very few weather phenomenon that actually catch you off guard. Um, so along with the weather, I have grouped in navigation. So for me, navigation, especially if you are a, a newer boater, this isn't just knowing how to look at a chart and how to plot things, but it also comes down to um, understanding and searching out local knowledge. So what types of things should you be aware of in your, in your local boating area? You know, where can you find that kind of information? So it could be that you have some marine stores in the area. It could be there are other 
um, stores that sell boating goods where you can go and just chat and see, you know, what types of, of things they've heard of or they've observed or they've experienced out on the water. Another thing is, is reaching out to other, uh, boating enthusiasts in the area. So here in Nelson, we have the rowing club, we have Hellman canoe. They, they create canoes not far from here. Um, and then we have Jones boys boats around the corner. We have several different marinas. We have local paddleboard and um, canoe rentals, uh, whitewater rafting. So there are all kinds of different industries and other key players that are out on the water a lot who are using our waterway all the time. And so they're also collecting and learning and gathering information when they're out on the water. So it's beneficial for you as well to potentially reach out to those people and find out, you know, like what, what types of things have you observed? What, what have you experienced out on the water? Uh, what areas should I look out for? Um, a lot of areas, the charts are, are potentially outdated or, you know, they haven't found every single little rock that is on the bottom. And when the water levels get quite low, so every once in a while we find a new one. So that's something that is potentially local knowledge that you might not find on your hydrographic service chart depending on when it was last updated so so navigation and weather are to me kind of the the final uh, component to your overall seamanship skills Um, and they will help round off your overall ability to manage interpret understand um, and adapt to what is happening to you out on the boat All right, so to wrap up this episode a little bit, I am now going to give you my top 10 skills that I think that you should master. So these are specific skills, whereas I just kind of talked about my top five seamanship skills, which to me are kind of overall abilities, overall knowledge. So now I'm going to dig into a couple very specific or more specific, they're not, they're not very specific, but more specific um, skills and tactile things that you should master that will just help you get your seamanship skills to a uh, uh, better level. So here's my hot, quick 10, top 10. First one, not tying and rope management, weather forecasting, talked about that one, tacking and controlled jibing, so on the keel boats, larger boats, we always do con- controlled jibing. Look it up if you don't know what it is. Reefing and furling your sails. So sail management is really key. Your crew overboard procedures and recovery. That should be second nature. You should know that uh, crew overboard procedure inside out. Rigging checks. So always checking your rigging standing and running rigging. Sail trim. You should be able to look at your sail and know how to trim it. Crew management, so again, talking about how to manage and uh, help your crew when they're on the boat, keep them safe. Uh, Reading wind patterns, so this comes down to weather as well, so being able to see those wind shifts or gusts working their way along the water towards your boat, so read those wind patterns. And finally, your boat speed management, so under sail and under power, get to know your vessel and get to know how to slow it down and how to control it at various speeds.
All right. So I'm going to finish up there. I hope that you found this episode valuable. Um, I hope that you are always striving to increase your seamanship skills and to um, have better, I guess, safer skills on the boat um, and just increase your overall comfort on the boat uh, because that will really just help you to have an uneventful but very fun and satisfying time out on the water with your friends or family or whoever you're out adventuring with. I hope you're having some great adventures. Um, check out sailnelson.com forward slash podcast for the show notes. I always put a lot of detail and lists and all kinds of things uh, on the website for you guys. So be sure to check those out as well. And I hope you have a great rest of your week. And I am looking forward to seeing you guys next week. Take care. Bye.